joining me today to tell you that video shyness is not a life sentence is an academic who lectures using Facebook Live. And he went from audio podcasts to video live streams. This is The Confident Video Presenter, where I talk to wonderfully imperfect humans about how they overcame their fear of video. My name's Julian Mather. I'm your host and fellow student. And I too, yes, indeed, he was once terrified of being on video. And I want you to know that you're not alone and struggling to show up on video is completely normal and that there is a simple path to becoming the confident video presenter that you always wanted to be. And if you can't wait to start, if that excites you so much, you can start right now at the Confident Video Presenter Academy. And where would you find that? At www.confidentvideopresenter.com. And now, let's meet our guest. Hello, hey, Ross Monaghan. How are you? I'm really well. Listen, why don't we kick this off? It's always uh, good to hear it from you. So what do you do? Where do you do it? Who do you help and why? <laughs> so um, I am now an academic. I teach at Deakin University, teach research. Um, and I've been doing that for a couple of decades now. Um, and look, I'm, I'm a professional communicator. I um, am the thought leadership uh, lead for IABC APACS, the Asia-Pacific Board. Um, and uh, now I'm doing a lot of work in the AI space because, well, I think, you know, we all will be soon. But for me, in that AI space, I see a lot of parallels between my work helping government and, and business when social media and mobile phones came in. Um, and talking about mobile phones, my past life, I was the CEO of the Mobile Phone Industry Association. And before that, I was at Optus and um, MPHP doing a range of professional communication roles. And, and well and truly before that, back in the dark ages, um, you know, before power and electricity and cars, <laughs> I was a journalist um, down at the Warnable Standard um, working on manual typewriters back then. So... Um, I like the change in technology and I have seen such an amazing change in video technology. So I'm really pleased to be here and talk about my journey and, and how I'm using it. So not only have you seen the change in technology, Ross, you've also seen that change in personal development within yourself because you started off as a journalist as you said clacking away mm. at a keyboard which means you're hiding behind your words and yeah. here you are now showing up which is really the journey that I'm interested in because uh, it doesn't matter what age we are or what stage of our career whether you're a raw beginner or you're a CEO level uh, one thing I know is uh, video does not discriminate and it uh the fear of video uh, settles into everybody uh, yeah. at, at every level. So when, so tell us what you're doing now with, with, with video and then we'll work backwards and see how you got there. Yeah, look, there, there's a range of things I do at, at Deakin University for my, my lectures. Of course, we do the, the Zoom online sessions. I mean, everyone is very, very familiar with that. I remember using Zoom you know, four or five years ago when it first came out and, and uh, my, my fellow colleagues are going, oh, I'm not sure whether we should be using this. Um, but 
when the pandemic hit, you know, I'd already been using it for a couple of years and I was able to share my thoughts um, and tips and tricks on, on how to use that platform. So when the pandemic hit, it really didn't make my teaching all of that, all that different. Um, certainly the face, there was no face to face, of course. But speaking of that, um, of course, we couldn't do lectures anymore, um, which is a big challenge. Um, and for anyone who's gone to university, you'll know that lectures and tutorials are not always set at the uh, the most convenient times. And um, in 2020, my um, one of my classes, um, I had a lecture. I think it was Monday morning at about 8 a.m. Now, I don't know about you, Julian, but 8 a.m. on a Monday morning, I'm not always video ready. Uh, are you? Uh, yeah, well, strangely enough, I, 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 I am. I am because, I mean, because it frustrated me so much to not, you know, to go, oh, I've got video. And to, it's so long in the process of setting up and getting mentally ready that I literally yeah. have everything push button ready. It takes me roughly five minutes. And most of it, you know, <laughs> this, is, this is what I have to do. <laughs> right. And then, I mean, you know, and I switch on, um, everything's on one light and I just get going. So, I mean, oh. you asked me the question, Ross, and I'm giving you the, the answer. Yeah, but but I, I, I actually my... am video ready. Uh, men my... Mentally, I know it's a little slow, but I can get up and going. Imagine though my uh, teenage or early um, in their 20s students on a Monday morning, 8 o'clock, I don't know what you were doing at university, yeah. but you know, I probably wasn't up and ready. So doing a Zoom, um, I thought, well, no one's going to really want to get on camera there and, and interact at 8 a.m. And I had this idea because I'd been using Facebook and, you know, MySpace way, way back in the day. Um, and I thought, why don't I do Facebook Lives? Because that gives me, solves a few problems for me. One, if I do a Facebook Live, students don't actually have to turn on their camera. Facebook Live is also pretty good on mobile devices. Facebook Live automatically records your sessions. Um, the other great thing about Facebook Live is that if you join five minutes late, so if students joined the lecture at uh, 8.05, they could start it from the start, which you can't do in, um, in Zoom, of course. Um, and the other bonus is that I was able to invite guests from around the globe to my Facebook Live. So, I, those, so students could not only hear my thoughts on particular issues, I was able to get alumni to join me. I was able to get really amazing people. I mean, I remember one was... Now, um, Ross, I'm going to get you to hold that thought for one moment. Yeah? Your audio is, is breaking up quite badly now. So this is a good alert. This is great for people. If you're watching and you're worried about what happens with the technology, you just roll with it. So Ross, I'm going to ask you to sign out and sign in again, and I'll just hold the fort here and we'll see. Is, you back. is this better now though? Oh, that's better. So yeah. the other, the other tip is tap your computer like that. <laughs> Actually, I've just changed the microphone. So that, that's what... <laughs> I, again, look, I think, you know, learning from these mistakes because this has happened. Uh, now, Ross, I'm going to gonna stop you there wrong. again. Just go back, mate. It's uh, Now it's way out of sync. And ah, this is, yeah. This is it. And so if, if, if you are watching and if something goes wrong, 
just own it. Don't panic about it. The world will keep turning, all right? So uh, let's give this another go, Ross. Oh, am I back with you now? Uh, yeah, look, you're out of sync a bit, but let's let's just keep going. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I can see my, my, my mouth is moving at a different pace to my, fa- <laughs> to, to my face at the moment. It's normally my brain and my mouth that is out of sync. <laughs> Um, but yeah, look, so I was able to invite some really amazing guests, um, to my, um, Facebook lives. Um, I reached out to somebody who did a, uh, I saw on a LinkedIn, um, learning module, Leslie Overhaven, who was talking about plain English. And I just emailed her, um, and she said, yeah, I'm happy to join you. So I got some really amazing experts from around the world to come in and join uh, my class and students were able to ask questions of those. So it was a fantastic experience. So that Facebook Live was great. Um, I use Loom to respond to student questions. Um, I know, in fact, I think I learned, in fact, I did learn about Loom from you, Julian, um, which is a great service. it allows you to quickly record uh, video responses. It's quick, it's easy, and it feels really personal to, to people who are getting it. It's, I get such good feedback on that. So those Zoom uh, seminar sessions, um, I uh, do interviews and record them um, on video with experts if they're not available at the time of my seminars or my my lectures. And then I can reproduce those um, in class or show students in class. So there's a range of ways that I'm using video. It's all about exploring the new technology, learning how it works, learning how sometimes it doesn't work. and then just going with the flow and thinking about new and innovative ways to actually use this technology to achieve what you're trying to achieve. So you've always been. Uh, uh, so what's your what's your general personality type? Are you an outgoing, gregarious type? Uh, are you an introvert? Where do you fit on that range? Yeah, look, I'm probably more introverted. It doesn't seem like that because when I'm on video, when I'm speaking, I'm fairly animated. But I think one of the things that really helped me with video was public speaking. And when I was at high school, um, I learned how to public speak. I was involved in the plain English speaking competition. And one of the things we did there, which was with hindsight, was great was learned how to do impromptu speaking. Um, that was fantastic, you know, being given a topic at the drop of a hat and say, right, you've got one minute to, to, to come up with a five minute presentation on this topic. And learning how to do that has really helped me and given me the confidence to know that, you know, when I'm on video, I will know what to say. Um, There's not going to be, you know, moments of where I pause or I don't know what to say. Um, Knowing what you're talking about is really important. Thinking consciously about how you can structure those sentences, how you can use inflection, all of those things from face-to-face are really valuable when you're doing video work as well. Um, Along the way, when I was at BHP, I also did some uh, TV work as well, and that was... 
Um, that was good because I got a little bit of coaching there, but um, it, it's a different ball game when you, you're doing it yourself, when you're not the presenter, you're the producer, you're the sound engineer, you're the, the tech person, you're the uh, expert. Um, yeah, look, it, it's a whole different ball game online. Yeah. So I was the, the, the reason I asked you that, so let me just go back, uh, back a bit there. I mean, when I was at high school, there was no way in the world I would have been on any program like that. I mean, I was hiding down the back corner, shrunk in a little ball. But I was also like that in my 20s and into my 30s and into my 40s. It was only really late 40s and 50s that I started to go, right, I want to make a change and 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 get out of there. Uh, so I was watching some videos. We're going to have a look at a video you sent, an early uh, video of you. Uh, I, had, I, I quickly watched it, and what struck me before was the uh, excessive amount of energy that was being put into that presentation. So I'd just like to uh, – we'll, we'll have a look, and we can both talk about it. Let's just have a look. And have a laugh, yeah. Hello, everyone. For those of you that didn't make it to the lecture last week, I'm Ross Monaghan. I'm the, uh, the lecturer for ALR 103 at the Burtwood campus, so welcome to the unit. Um, I thought I'd do something a little bit different this semester. It's the first time I've given a video introduction. Um, just wanted to test out YouTube and test out my fancy new webcam um, that Deacon bought me. So here we go. It's a little bit daggy, this video, but bear with me. Have a bit of a laugh, but um, not too much, please. Um, hopefully by now you've made it onto DSO. Well, in fact, you would have because you've seen this video. And um, one okay. thing that you should... Okay, it's the next video. Hang on. We got, we've got okay, two so here. Here we go. This is one. is a series of video blogs. And what I thought I might try is One Minute with Ross. So that's one minute you felt with me five times this week. Let's see how I do. Okay, so I wasted 12 seconds on the introduction. So now I've really only got 48 seconds. So, yeah, no, it's great. I mean, the how long ago were these videos? Uh, that was 2007. All right. So, yeah, good good 15 yeah, years ago. You know, that's yeah, that Yeah, which was just after YouTube had started up. Um, and looking back at these now, I mean, I've kind of done a TikTok style. I mean, I didn't have the technology and the, um, the green screen behind me. But even back then, at the start of this, I thought, well, you know, 15-minute video is not really going to cut it for my undergraduate students. I want something short, sharp. Um, and that excessive energy, yeah, to get attention from people because if you just sit there like this talking in a monotone on video, it can be a bit boring, right? <laughs> so were you, were you, what were, can you remember the feelings that were going through or the thoughts that were going through your head was how is this going to be received? You know, am I going to be this like, you know, sad older lecturer? How is this going to be perceived by you know, 18, 19, 20-year-olds? Yeah, look, I probably didn't think too much about it. I mean, my philosophy on doing things is just get out there and do it, learn from your mistakes. I mean, there's no such thing as, well, there can be a bad mistake, but, but if you make, you know, small errors or the first video is not all that good as these aren't, um, your next ones are going to be a little bit better and you're going to work on it. You, you can't go from zero to 100 kilometres an hour. So start using the technology in small small ways and then learn and, and learn how to 
analyze what you do, get feedback from people, listen to the people that, that are watching it or are listening to your audio material um, and try and incorporate that into what you do. So um, just switch your microphone over back and forth again, will you, Ross? Sure. Let's go back to the... Let's try... Is that any better? I can hear you. That's good. It was uh, starting to Fantastic. Before. But we're still going. We're still here. And that's that's the main thing. It's um, And also, I mean, it's great to look at this image of you on the left, I mean, in the shadows there. Uh, and then you've got this image where you're popping out of your screen, you know, comparatively. But here was the thing was, was how was this, did this video work for you? Um, it did. Um, because it taught me how I can use video. So some things are going to work, some things are not going to work. Um, these short one minute videos um, got me thinking about other innovative ways to do audio and video work. And, and um, also importantly, I think I use them as a way to think about current topics so this one that, that's on the screen now um, was about social media and uh, politicians um, on myspace back in the day <laughs> um, and, and i remember about the time i did this i was i chaired the government relations summit that year and i did a session on politicians and social media and there were different breakout sessions and i think about six people came to my session because they thought, ah, oh, politicians on social media, that'll never happen. Um, so, so thinking about these things and using the technology um, to help me think about things was, was important to me, just as writing is a really powerful way to help you think. Video can be a great way to, to help you think and share ideas as well. So video and, and writing to me are like a knife and a fork. I mean, it's like arguing which which one is better. Well, they both have utility, but use them together and, you know, they can literally change the world. Now, the point I was trying to get to here before was that this video, though technically not perfect, still served the purpose to get the message across to the students. So it, it still yeah. worked, was, was my point. Yeah, that, that's right. And, and, of course, back then, I mean, the, the webcam and the video technology were, was was a little bit different to what it is now. Um, you know, so there were no iPhones. I mean, it was, you know, 2007. So that was like five, six, seven years before there was even an iPhone around. Um, webcams were just, uh, you know, probably 720p if that. So the, the resolution wasn't all that good. Um, and because it was just new technology, I didn't have, you know, the, the lighting and the setup. Um, some of the, the, these uh, shorter videos that I did, I actually did them from cafes as well with, um, with my laptop as well. So exploring um, how we could use this technology. And, and of course, as technology developed, I was able to think about the best ways to use it because I'd already trialed it earlier, which, you know, thinking about things like AI, which is what I'm out there doing, trying to get people to, you know, don't ignore artificial intelligence now, start to use it in small, simple ways because the ways you'll be using it now will 
help you in the future as well. And I think, you know, in terms of being that confident video presenter that you're great at getting people to, to be, take those small steps, um, learn from those and, and, and share your ideas. I mean, it can be really powerful. Yeah, terrific. What, um, what's it like in academia now? Is there resistance to video still? Where are you, are you seen as someone who's, who's sort of pushing new ideas and new boundaries? What, what's what's, the, what's the, the lay of the land? Yeah, look, it, it's challenging because I have found a lot of resistance um, to my students actually getting on video. Now, that might surprise a lot of people watching this, um, particularly, you know, those, you know, who aren't teenagers. You might think that they're all over it if you had a Zoom seminar, all the students would get turned on their web cameras and would want to get involved. That's absolutely not the case. Um, most of my students, and I'm talking, you know, 80% plus, when they get on a Zoom se session, won't turn on their cameras. It's hard to get them to interact. So one of my challenges is how can I use video technology um, to get my messages across, um, but also to get engagement from students as well thinking about how students are actually going to watch my presentations they're not going to be sitting down at a pc at their desk they're probably best case scenario would be be they'd be on a laptop you know maybe on the sofa but they might be on a train or a tram here in melbourne watching it on their their mobile phone so how can i present information in ways that is going to be accessible for students to do that so one of the things I've done more recently is um, instead of doing a 45 or 50 minute lecture, which just, you know, is me talking in with some PowerPoint slides in the background, I'm now actually using Canva and embedding um, videos into that Canva presentation and sharing those. So instead of me talking being the main part of the screen and having, you know, a little PowerPoint presentation up the back here. It's actually the PowerPoint presentation with a little bit of me at the top. So you can click it and I will explain more in, in that slide. And then you can move on to the next slide. Maybe your, your tram has arrived at your destination and then you're going and you're at a cafe, then you can look at the next slide. So continually improving, trialing new things. One thing I found is there's not going to be one solution that everyone loves. So in academia, you you asked, you know, how am I using this? I'm using it in different ways. Some people will like what I'm doing, some people won't. So that's another challenge as well, understanding that people use it in different ways and, and thinking about how you can give people the flexibility to see you and get the information in those different ways. How are you getting peers coming to you and asking, what are you doing? How are you doing this? Can you show me how to do this? Yeah, look, um, quite regularly, um, uh, I, I talk a lot. I'm invited to a lot of uh, sessions on thought leadership and not so much about video, but I guess the interaction and how you can use video as part of a broader communication strategy. Um, yeah, so look, there's a lot of interest in it, but... Um, uh, you know, you don't even have to come 
come to me, I think a lot of the technology now is so popular because it's easy to use. There's, there's a lot of it out there, um, but most of it is pretty easy to use. And my philosophy is if it's not easy to use, I'm going to move on to something pretty quickly as well. So I, I would encourage people to you know, reach out and people like you and I and anyone on, on these platforms are, are always really willing to share. But there's also great, there's this great video platform called YouTube. Some of your viewers might have heard of it before. There's lots of how to do how-to videos on there. Um, it really is the future, I think, changing from text search. You know, YouTube is now, I think, the second biggest search engine. So, you know, un, you know use the power of that to help learn how to use this technology. Well, it's actually even gone on from there. So it's gone on from text search. It's now really the future is voice search. And mm -hmm. so uh, understanding voice search means you have to understand the questions. What other questions are they going to be asked? So, yeah. you know, that's really good for anyone who wants to show up and uh, expand their, their thought leadership. And I don't like using that word, but I don't know a better word to use, but that with, with, within their industry or their niches to understand the questions that are being asked. Uh, it's going to um, um, lift your your profile. So, um, Ross, if people want to catch up with you uh, and find you, where can they find you? Um, look, the easiest way is here on LinkedIn. So um, you can just go to find search me on LinkedIn, Ross Monaghan Deacon, or you can go to rossmonaghan.live forward slash LinkedIn. That'll take you directly to my LinkedIn account. You can follow me there. Talk about a whole range of professional communication issues, um, including this, you know, amazing world of artificial intelligence. Brilliant. Hey, Ross, uh, thanks heaps. Just sit there tight. I'm going to take us out and uh, uh, I'll talk to you in a minute. Okay. All right. Thanks. All right. So if you've got something to say, but you're struggling to show up on video and say it, if you want to better communicate your business, your vision, your mission, then I invite you to watch my on-demand free video masterclass. And in it, I show you exactly how I use video to win trust, authority, and clients, and how it has become wonderfully easy. Seriously, it's just getting easier for you to do it too. And you can find that at www.confidentvideopresenter.com. And with that, goodbye.